cover music and life Learn day and night and I grow Over my family so they can thrive Welcome to the Remix the Dead Podcast Hey, how's it going everybody? This is Ryan Greenwood I'm Remix the Dead I am joined with an awesome dude I want to introduce his beard, but his beard doesn't have a name but you know him as Mr. John Williams. How you doing, man? Doing great, brother. What's going on? Oh, man, just hanging out, just in, in, enjoying a beautiful day, and I'm excited to get it into an awesome conversation with you, man. Yeah, so. I've been looking forward to this. I had to postpone once, and uh, I was pretty bummed about it, but uh, thanks for the beard love, by the way. Oh, man, I, I, I can't do the whole beard, because <laughs> I've, got, I've got, I don't I don't even know what they call it. Lack, lack, lack of beardyitis or something like that. So sure, yeah, that works. <laughs> so, but at least we got we we got a dude on here that looks like Leonidas, which is which is awesome. So yeah, if just the rest of me looked like Leonidas, I'd be set. <laughs> just gotta put in the work, man. Yeah, I know. A lot, right? lot of work. So yeah. <laughs> so man, yeah, if you could uh, just just share with with the audience, man. Uh, snackable testimony is quick story about yourself that'd be awesome yeah i'll go um i'll just do a thirty thousand foot view over the last um 10 15 years or so um uh the story of my life overcoming two two separate things uh simultaneously um uh pornography and and um mediocrity uh, it's just very easy to be in a drift, and it's very easy to fall into porn, you know, as a, as a guy. And, you know, to say that you've you've got it beat, it's one of those, it, it's, it's similar to saying you're the most humble man alive. It just doesn't, you can't say it, right? Um, it, it doesn't work. Um, I, so I don't know if the porn thing is truly just gone, or if it turns into something more like, you know, now my, my fight with things like that is, you know, keeping my eyes guarded from yoga pants. You know, I may not be going on and, and looking at stuff, but, uh, uh, anymore. But again, you know, that fight is still, there's a lust and there's just things that you constantly battle. Uh, but I've come light years from, from that. And as far as mediocrity goes, I think I punched that in the face pretty well. Uh, between my intentionality at home and and at work, so uh, right now I'm just having fun and making up for all the time lost. Uh, you know, just just doing dumb stuff as a teenager and twenty year old, and and not living a fulfilling life at all. Married, um, we'll be married for seven years now, which is just nuts to me. And I've got two rambunctious wild boys who may make themselves known here pretty soon so bring them on <laughs> bring them on man yeah they're crazy yeah i've been yeah, i've been married for uh yeah se- about seven years now too so i i, oh, I feel you there man so, <laughs> so it's, it's it's been it's been fun but it's, it's like nuts why 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 is she, why is she stuck with me this long but i know right i i don't know how many times i've told her or asked her i'm like you know uh why me you could could do so much better than me yes yes definitely <laughs> so it's, it's all in the beard man that's all that's all it is. i guess dude she <laughs> hates man she hates the beard oh does she does i didn't realize that yeah 
Yeah. I did a little test not too long ago. Um, I don't know if it's okay to get PG-13 on your show. Oh, we had Andy Storch cussing up a storm. (laughs) But, like, um, so last year, around September, I got beard sabotaged. I think uh, there's there's one of two culprits, either a five-year-old or a... uh, a uh, really hot 32-year-old blonde woman that lives with me uh, <laughs> set the uh, trimmer guard really low on my trimmer, and I uh, went and just scalped my beard. <laughs> Dirty. <laughs> Dirty. Yeah, so, yeah, I know. So uh, nobody claims it, but anyway, so I shaved it off, and my test was I knew she didn't like the beard, but how much more sex did I get without versus with? And the answer is, it stayed the same. So, beard's back and beard is here. Uh, this is the only place where I'm growing hair anymore, it seems. so. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, dude, this is, a, yeah, this show, it's about music, life, and everything in between. So, we're, we'll, we'll dive into a lot of the music real quick. Uh, who would be your favorite band or artist? Oh, man. Music is a very, uh, it's a very sacred thing with me. Uh, I started playing guitar when I was uh, eight, nine years old. So if it's got a string on it, I enjoy it. But I love everything in every genre of music. My first love was blues, though. Um, so I've got a lot of love for like the old Stevie Ray Vaughan. Um, anybody that can do this, like, Detroit bluesy, just garage grungy, not, let me take grunge back. Um, so, uh, guys like the Black Keys, um, their earlier stuff was just phenomenal. Um, for a long time there, uh, <laughs> I hate to say they influenced me this hard, but uh, I took a lot of musical influence off of Radiohead. <laughs> but I feel like, I feel like every yuppie guy says Radiohead um, but I'm not a yuppie I promise <laughs> so. but yeah no I uh, uh, just about anything from jazz to rock um, I'm sorry dude uh, I love old school rap but I, I haven't really <laughs> I, I can't dive into it too much every date night I have with my wife it ends up with like uh, old school gangster rap uh, when we go out, but I don't know any of the lyrics. I love it, but I don't know anything. But, no worries, uh, yeah, man, no worries. <laughs> well, I, I on uh, Ben Kiloy's episode, I came out, I came out of the closet as a country thing. What? Yes. So, See, I thought you were all rap, dude. Nope, I'm, I'm pretty much everything except for a lot of the techno and EDM and the dubstep. I get it. Like, I'll even bump some, like, Bach and Vivaldi and... Ben oh, Holden I love classical. And, and love yeah, give me, give me some, like, old school B.B. King and Muddy yeah. Waters and stuff like that. Yeah. But... Now we're talking. I, I, I give off I give off the whole hip-hop thing because I, I, I do love hip-hop and I appreciate it. And it actually helped me with my confidence and it helped me with, um, with, with, with my speech when I was younger. So, oh, I that's awesome! And and I don't I don't get speeding tickets when I listen to hip hop. So. <laughs> when I listen when I listen to heavy metal, man, I 
I can't tell you how many speeding tickets I, I got listening to Disturbed and Metallica and stuff like that, man. What's that same, yeah, it's the, that's the stuff you listen to when you get in the gym, right? You get pumped up and you get in there and you just start lifting heavy stuff and, and getting wild at it. So maybe, maybe it applies the same when you're driving. Yeah, there, yes, yes. <laughs> so, but man, yeah, what would, we, we live in a, like society and now of like a bunch of singles like iTunes singles or greatest hits and stuff but what what would be like your go-to uh, go-to album that you just just really love oh my gosh specific single album from my past all right um there is one album there is not one bad song on it and if anybody disagrees, they are liars. <laughs> uh, just letting you know. So the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I am a huge Flea fan. The bass player, huge Flea fan. Um, so the album, by the way, and there is not one bad song on there. And again, if anybody disagrees, they are just incorrect. <laughs> great album by the way man yeah to find my entire college uh years you know those days where i was just doing dumb stuff all the time so there you go, there uh, you go. <laughs> so what would be your uh your, your go-to song it could be either past or present oh gosh um see present present day i'm in this stage now where i'm, I'm really cleaning up um I don't know the the, be, the best term for this, but my mental capital, uh, my headspace, my bandwidth, uh, all the stuff that takes up my time. And so I would go into the gym and I would just listen to um, Rammstein or uh, just something just... Um, but I've lately... Uh, I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very spiritual guy uh, and I've noticed that a lot of my... Uh, headspace even though it's not that you can't be spiritual and listen to those things I've been a spiritual man I've been a Christian for a long time and I've always loved going into you know listening to Rage Against the Machine in the gym and stuff like that uh, but even then uh, I found for me personally I was wasting my my mental capital uh, in those precious moments in the gym in the morning uh, listening to something that may just not be productive. It's not bad, but it's just not productive for me. And um, I really dove into praise and worship in the morning now, uh, Hill Songs, while I work out. And believe me, it is just night and day different. You know, trying to lift lift weights while listening to slow praise and worship is not the same. Um, but my, my headspace, I come out a lot better with a, a much better... Um, attitude towards the day so i don't know if that's a single song um but um calm like a bomb by rage oh my gosh <laughs> that would just set me off in the gym dude uh, it was one of my favorites no i definitely agree with you with uh with like praise and worship like hill hill song and like mercy me and stuff i've actually yeah. been doing that at work a lot listening to that type of stuff because if i don't I'm gonna get a speeding ticket with my fist pressed in the face. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm gonna and a taser. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get some 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 gospel music or some some alternative Christian yeah. or something going on. So I'm I'm not 
get uh, having my mind all over the place and being being yeah. pissed off all the time. So it was but, the same way through my day too. I would just I I was a news junkie for a long time ooh. for years. I like um, uh, when I did go to class in college. Uh, I was a political <laughs> science major, um, so uh, that's how you get into property management. By the way. Uh, just try to be a political science major. But apart from that, you know, I was a news junkie for forever. And same situation, I would just fill my head with just nonsense, you know, and you could listen to this stuff all day and just come away feeling like crap. Uh, so, again, reclaiming that headspace. So I've, I've started listening to a lot of praise and worship stuff uh, uh, while I'm at work, too. Cool. Yeah, man, it's, it, it helps out a lot, too. So and that kind of goes into the the next uh, question that I have for you, man. Like, how do you fill up your cup for the day, like mentally, physically, spiritually, so you can yeah. be awesome for your for your, not only yourself but your family and your community around you? Yeah, it's uh, now. If you took a glimpse of my life over the last three weeks, you know, we my whole family's gone through two viruses, and one of them was legitimately the flu. Uh, so routines are off. For, for a short time right now, this is not a forever thing, but prior to the last three weeks, um, so I get up about a quarter to five, um, and I get up, the first thing I do is I dive into uh, Bible study. Um, I've been writing my own sermons, and I've been going through, uh, I, uh, you know, the, the Alliance group that we're involved in, been involved with some Bible studies there as well. Um and then I drive to the gym and I sit in the parking lot for about uh, 10, 15 minutes. And I ha actually have a prayer journal where I write out my, my prayers for the day, any thoughts that I have on the day. Uh, and I, I told you I was a spiritual guy. I wasn't lying. Uh, it, it, defines, it defines who and what I am. Then I go in and I just leave it all on the gym floor, come home and, and take some take some time prepping things for my family in order for them to start their day for my wife and, and the kids and stuff like that. Um, but I book in my day with just if, you know, it'd be ideal if you could get like 20, 30 minutes of complete silence, but just a few moments of clarity and just reclaiming that headspace, just five minutes of quiet and sitting and just being reflective and, um, uh, getting to talk with all you guys uh, has been has been the best. So that's definitely how I'm filling my cup these days. Dude, yeah, I I definitely feel you, man. Yeah, hitting hitting that gym and then also hit, hitting the hitting the prayer and the the, the book, yeah. man. It's definitely and then journaling, definitely yeah. definitely great things. So I didn't know you were you were writing your own or yeah writing your own sermons and stuff. Yeah, no. uh about it was it was clear as day to me when it's nice outside and not 20 degrees uh i like the book in the day the end of the day on my front porch uh while while reading and writing um after the kids are in bed of course but uh you know it was a very clear day in very clear moment i should say at night maybe back in august of 18 and I was sitting there, and um, if you believe in this sort of thing, that's fine. If you don't, that's that's also fine. I, it does not matter one way or the other. But I was legitimately called 
to minister. And that didn't mean per se, you know, being a minister, but just called to minister to people. Um, and so I really just kind of dove right into it. I, I don't know the platform that it's going to be yet, but um, it's it's definitely leaning toward online or, or podcast, uh, uh, you know, type of medium. But uh, regardless, I'm just filling up my, my headspace with, with that kind of stuff and um, putting it down on paper, man. Like, what did that what did that look like, and what did that feel like for you? Because uh, I, I feel we're we're kind of kindred spirits in that type of type of area. Because I my my grandparents they they told me, hey, we'll pay for your seminary school if you want to become a pastor. Wow! And I told them no, but I'm kind of doing a minute, and I've talked with even my pastor and a couple other people and mentors and stuff. And they're like, dude, with what you're doing with this podcast and with what you're doing out there in the world, you're doing stuff. You're, you're it's ministry. You're in the ministry. You're doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and even though you're a knucklehead, you just don't have that title. <laughs> you just, you're, you're, you're still showing, you're still showing God's love and you're still showing God's grace and you're still encouraging yeah. and building up people. But, you don't have that official title. So what did that look like and feel when you finally realized, oh, God's using me for more than just Tupperware? <laughs> you know, it was uh, the actual physical moment. And, you know, for those people that, that are not, not spiritual people, I don't know how exactly, because I've, I've been a spiritual person and I've, I've not been. I've uh, been on both sides of this fence, and I don't know what exactly to equate it to in your life if you're not um, a believer. So uh, for for all intents and purposes, just, just take me at my word here. It is beyond knowing that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. It's just, it was that intense of a moment. Um, intense enough to where I was just in tears on my front porch. Um, I was actually reading a book by John Eldridge at the time and it was called, it's called um, 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 the utter relief of holiness. Um, it's also been retitled since I think it's called free to live now. Um, but just it, it was a divine appointment with myself and that particular book I was reading and I read all the time. Uh, but for whatever reason, that was it. And to say, you know, that I know, that I knew, that I knew, that I knew, that I knew, it, it was a legitimate God encounter on my front porch. And so much so that I went to my wife the next day and I said, look, um, you may think I'm nuts, but uh, this thing happened and I don't know what this is going to look like in, uh, to date. You know, I've got a lot of stuff written down, but I still don't. And nothing's been launched, and I'm not in a hurry to do so. Amen. Because all day long, I'm still sharing and, and, and talking. Um, so it, it also, at the same time, was very um, humbling, and I fought a lot of who am I? You know, we call it the imposter syndrome in, in some of the circles we run with. And immediately I thought, like you said, I, I'm, I'm a knucklehead and and uh, 
all this stuff. I knew I wasn't going to seminary school. There, there wasn't time or, or money to make something like that happen. Um, but then I looked back, dude, and go back and look at all of the quote-unquote heroes of the Bible. Uh, there's a reason hero and zero go together, and every single one of them is a knucklehead. The, the, the one thing they have in common is they just don't stop. And when they do something stupid, you know, they repent for it and pick up and move on. You know, Moses was a stutterer. David was an adulterer. Uh, it, it just, Abraham, you know, uh, it just on and on and on and on and on and on down the line. And there's not one guy in the Bible other than Jesus himself that's got his stuff together. And I'm like, yeah, who am I? I'm just like every one of these guys in this Bible. So who am I? I am John Williams, and this is exactly where I am and where I need to be and what I'm doing, what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? You just, yeah, you just answered like four <laughs> questions I had all in that. So, and you went where I was going, wanting right. to go. But yeah, man, it's it's awesome to finally get get away from that Sunday school type of image of a lot of the heroes in the Bible, and yeah. shed some light. And be like, yo, they were just like us. They they lusted. They 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 drank. They did this this and this and this. Yeah, yo, it gives us <laughs> some some hope and some grace to be like, all right, God can use crooked sticks to draw straight lines. And for some reason, it seems to be exactly, he, he finds the, the most crooked, the ones that think that they can't do it, right? It's the ones that always, uh, Abraham laughed at God, you know, when he told, when God told him that he was going to have a son. Uh, what am I looking at here? You're looking at Leo <laughs> and the Ninja Turtles. That's, that's kind of his story. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I've never, I've never put Leon, Leonardo and uh, uh, Abraham together, but dude, that that works out really well. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just that. Uh, just I didn't know who, or yeah, he didn't know who who he was gonna be. Yeah. He didn't know what was gonna happen, and he was afraid. To, why am I a leader? How am I gonna be the the leader of nations, the leader of my people, and how am I gonna help people? And which is which is awesome that that we're able to have that strength and that, that vulnerability with God to actually move forward. And it gives other people, exactly. it gives other people permission to, to move forward and be strong too and encourage. Yeah, man. And this is the time period, you know, I, I mentioned earlier about clearing up my headspace and the stuff I was putting into my head. And again, there's nothing wrong with Rage Against the Machine. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with Radiohead. There's nothing wrong with Romstein. And I'm not saying you're a bad person uh, if you listen to those. And to be honest, I may still from time to time pop those on. But for all intents and purposes of this new direction in life, you know, this is one of those times where I, I, I know I have to clear my space and, and focus on what I need to focus on. Yeah, that's how I am with uh, Eminem and uh, Royce59, man. Like when so I, what's your country your country guy then? You came out as a closet guy. I came out the closet or, as a country fan. Uh you, you you heard my little twang in there? <laughs> I, uh, you are in Colorado, right? I am in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we uh, I, I like I, I like a lot of like old school 
like Willie Nelsons and uh, Outlaws and um, a little bit of Alan Jackson, old, old Garth Brooks. Yeah. So, I'm with you on the Alan Jackson. Chattahoochee, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, li- I like to like some uh, old Dolly Parton. So. I'll, I'll let you have the Dolly, bud. I, I, man, <laughs> for, for a... For a for older, older, older lady, she's she's pretty awesome. We'll just put it to that. <laughs> I'll agree with you there. <laughs> so, but no, yeah, I I, I listen. It's funny because I listen to a lot of uh, when I'm making breakfast on on the weekends or whenever I'm home. I'll put on some like old Johnny Cash or some old um, Merle Haggard. I love Cash, yeah, Merle Haggard or something like that. Um, some, and I I, I listen pretty much everything so that's what that's i think that's why i like uh guys like kid rock because they they kind of uh, go across every genre pretty yeah. much so yeah <clears throat> yeah i do like kid rock too <laughs> yeah, and you're and we're good on the cash so yes i, I man i love johnny cash man <laughs> but yeah newer country i just like a struggle man yeah, there's 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 some of that new country out there. I'm like, uh, you're you're a little bit you're a little bit too powerful, <laughs> man. And there, I heard one the other day. Oh man, I forgot what it was, but I was just like, yeah, I just I just can't mess with you, man. I just <laughs> can't do it. But yeah, when I uh, when I want to get into to a workout mode or get into that beast mode, and I I put on some some my M and M and some uh, some like Royce Five Nights, I'm like real yeah. lyrical and fast hip-hop so but i've i've dabbled in the eminem from time to time so. his his latest cd i i actually enjoy it like it it's it's what hip-hop now needs it it needs a little bit of that lyricism and the kind of like i, I love the i love the battle rap and uh and some of the some of the jabs back and forth the banter oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah. do you do that yourself I used to. I used to. Really? Yeah. That's awesome, man. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I used, I used I used to do a lot of the battle rap, and I used to do a lot of producing and stuff like that for That's myself awesome. and lo- local artists and stuff. It's funny because we just I just got off the phone call with uh, Storch, and he was like, "So Greenwood, uh, where's that hip hop album?" Like, ah, it's not coming, dude. It's... So and I, I told you him why. A, so the hybrid, you know, do the hip hop and the country and. Uh... Um, just go for it. <laughs> no, that the the making music part. That's that. I think I think that's done for a while, quite some time. So, but I yeah, I, I like like you just just going out there and because this this is this is my avenue. This is my ministry. This is where I want to I want to share the message from. And when I whenever I was rapping, I would either get back into that battle zone or that or attack zone and yeah. not not edifying people and not not building people up so that that's one of the reasons why i stopped because i didn't want to be like you know what mother you gotta rip people apart yeah i gotta i gotta rip people apart you should invent your uh a new it's not even battle rap it's like complimentary rap um did you know there's actually there's actually a couple local artists out here in Colorado who do they do it's a I guess the simplest way to put it is Christian battle rap 
they battle each other. What but a great idea! But it's not it's not like dissing your mom or anything like that. It's they're they're going after each other, kind of challenging each other, but not it's not violent. It's not vulgar or any or anything. You're not ripping people apart. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. Um, I think my 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 dude uh, Showcase. And uh, another dude, Joe Hunt, they, they do a lot of that stuff too. So, and if and if you guys follow me on Facebook or Instagram, they're on there, and I, I share some of their stuff because they they don't they don't do just the whole yeah Jesus you're cool Jesus <laughs> they don't do that type of hit. That's what everybody would think about if you're talking you know like Christian battle rap. Yeah, they, they don't do that. Yeah. They're like, yo, hey, I'm gonna tell you a story about this, this, and this trouble. Uh, triumph and then victory. So it's like, okay, yes. what do do do? So that's that's what that's why I like about about a lot of these uh, Christian hip hop artists, especially a lot of the ones here out in Colorado, because I get to yeah. know them and I get to know their story and I get to work with them. And I I also wanted to bring it up with you too, if you need any help with uh, any avenue of getting your message out, please don't hesitate to contact me so I, I can help you Yeah, appreciate it. get, get yeah, your definitely. stuff out, whether it's Facebook, whether it's uh, getting started with a podcast, whether it's doing awesome YouTube videos where you're dancing like a robot or something like that. Just, just let me know. Yeah, that's, it's funny. Robot dancing is on the top of my list of uh, uh, <laughs> ways to get my message out. So, uh, <laughs> Awesome. That's awesome. awesome. I definitely appreciate it, man. I'll, I'll hit you up for sure. That stuff, uh, as far as uh, things of that nature go, um, yeah, that's all outside of my wheelhouse. Uh, it's it doesn't scare me by any means, but uh, um, yeah, starting that those kinds of things, it's it's yeah, this is not that's not what I do. <laughs> well, yeah, man. If, like I said, Robot dancing and all that, you're gonna be my go-to guy. So. <laughs> Yeah, man, if there's anything I can do, like I said, let me know. I appreciate it. So, But, man, I want to get into uh, word association. Let's do it. Uh, you can either give me one word or you can give me a one or two answers. Or one or two sentence answer. It doesn't have to be like split second right away, does no, it? No, no, no. Okay, good. All right. So, one word would be dad, D-A-D. Privilege is what pops into my head first, and uh, daunting is what pops into my head second. Okay, I'm 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 intrigued. Why? Um, for me, uh, obviously, it of course it's a privilege to be a dad, and I don't take the role lightly. Um, it when I was a kid, you know, everybody wants to be, you know. Uh, some some guys want to some boys want to be firefighters. Some boys want to you know be Rambo or whatever. I couldn't wait to be a dad. I literally couldn't. I wanted to be a dad. Um, it didn't matter what else I was going to do. I knew I was going to be a family man. And at the same time, um, I have two boys, and I always thought I was going to have girls. Uh <laughs> oh. You froze on me. Shit. Add a boy. 
There you go. Oh, sorry. As a dad of boys, you know, immediately when I held my son for the first time, I felt all of the insecurity of manhood, all the empty places in my life that I had not taken care of. And somehow I had to better myself to make my sons, you know, just to be a better example of a man just for my boys. So it, it was definitely a reflection on myself and it, they, they push me, they drive me, they push me to be better. And my wife does as well. Uh, so it's daunting to me in the aspect that I, it's always impressed upon me that I can't drop the ball. You know, there you go, man. I, I love, I love that. I love that. Yeah. My, my, my second word, or it's, it's two words, which I think I know the answer to this one. Spirit animal. Dude, if you know me at all, <laughs> I've got one name for you. And I have a spirit animal, and my spirit animal is Chris Saturnio. And I don't know if he gets to listen to this episode or not, but uh, uh, the man is my, my mentor, my spirit animal for sure. So big love to Master Splinter. Yeah, uh, is he on your wall by chance, Master Splinter on the wall back no, there? No, he's, he's not. Uh, he's, yet, he's not on there yet. <laughs> yet, <That's>, my, <laughs> my daughter, my daughter actually, she pointed it out two weeks ago. She's like, "Dad, you don't have Splinter up there." I'm like, you are absolutely right. You're correct. So, yeah, I love Chris. He's my he's my boy. Yeah, we we had a we had a conversation yesterday uh, for for the for the podcast. So that's his round too so and it went oh awesome it went by quick man so yeah i can definitely like what you were saying uh he's he's definitely a great dude great mentor great friend just absolutely really wise and we were around he he was out here in colorado a couple weeks ago and man he tore down a a hamburger that was taller than him (laughs) and he's a little dude so he like he was crawling up there eating it up so (laughs) So. Yeah, the three of us, uh, we actually met up in St. Louis briefly yeah, we, last uh, last June. Yeah, we were at we were uh, at that uh, we were at that bar. It was I think it was you, me, Chris, and uh, and and Bauer. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Was great to get to meet you and and Chris for sure. Uh, so uh, hopefully, get to see you guys again. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you are you going out there this this uh... right now? I'm I'm scheduled to go. I'm I'm signed up. But uh, uh, work and family—it's—it's it's tough to get away that time of year. Yeah, but yeah. we shall see. Yeah, I'm—I'm not—I'm not—I'm not going this year. So no, no, I—I I got other stuff going on. So yeah, but yeah, man. I get it. Uh, so man, what uh, what what legacy do you want to leave for your for your family, man? Oh gosh, yeah, legacy is a big big word for me now. You know, um, I think if you're a good father, you're an intentional father, you're an intentional husband uh, to your to your wife, assuming you are all of those things. Uh, you always want to advance the ball, right? And I hate being the guy that goes to sports metaphors, uh, but we're going to go to football real quick. And... However good I have it, 
I want to advance the ball for my kids. So when it comes to all your areas of life, I want my boys to to do better, uh, you know, in their relationships than I did. I want my boys to be able to uh, be a better husband than I am and be better fathers than I am, be better with their money and their health than I am. And it's not to say I'm bad at all those things, but I'm very intentional about being good in those areas. Even even when I mess up, I make sure that uh, you know, my kids are pretty young, but at five years old, almost six years old, my oldest, you know, if I do something stupid or if I'm falling off the wagon, if he sees daddy's not going to the gym, I can say, hey, look, yeah, daddy's out of routine. I'm not going to the gym these last few weeks, uh, but daddy's going to be right back in the gym. It's important to get back up and keep moving, you know. And if I can just build that little, uh, just just build this air of confidence and intentionality in my boys, and just you know propel them in their lives. Uh, now I know they can go and make their own decisions and do their own dumb things and. I, I, I don't take that as a reflection on myself personally because, uh, um, you know, the, they can, everybody can do what they want whenever they want, and I don't have any control over that. But uh, so apart from, from growing my boys and, you know, advancing the ball with them, my next part of the legacy, you know, I want it to be my marriage and um, just never giving up and never stopping our losses are permanent when we cut them right uh when your when your stock portfolio goes down and you pull out just the just to stop the bleeding you've made your losses permanent and when you give up and when you stop fighting for your spouse or something like that and you, and you just quit then your losses are permanent and that's something i'm not going to do and it may not be pretty always we go to marriage counseling uh every month uh but the intentionality is there. And of course, uh, spiritually speaking, uh, that whole chapter is being written and uh, it will continue to be written for some time to come. But I guess all in all, I want, I want that legacy to be intentionality. No robot dancing? Um, there is room for robot dancing, but I won't lie, I've been uh, drifting in the robot dancing category, but I'll, I'll work on it tonight. <laughs> okay, okay. I, 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 definitely, I definitely want an update on your ro- robot dancing. You got dancing. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, though, man. Uh, yeah. If, man, if somebody was to write a biography about your life, man, what would the title be? Oh, gosh. Um, again, I'm going to go back. I, I don't want to be redundant, but... Um, the title would be Changing Mediocrity with Intentionality. Easily. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, uh, I may write that book, actually. <laughs> you heard it here for, first, folks. You heard it here first. You can hold me to robot dancing sooner than you can hold me to writing a book. I promise you. Well, that. what if you what if you wrote the book and then did a, a, a little digital download that people can see you doing the robot as you're reading the book? I would probably sell a lot more books. 
probably would. Good good marketing right there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome though, man. Yeah. So uh do you do you watch do you watch cartoons or did you watch cartoons as a kid a lot? So um dirty little secret about myself, if it's a cartoon, I will watch it yes. non stop. And it drives my family nuts. Even my kids. They don't. They don't have the patience to sit through cartoons, and my wife kind of thinks I'm a kid because <laughs> I can sit and watch whatever, however. Yeah. Perfect. What? What is either your favorite cartoon or what cartoon do you relate with the most? Relate with? Um, I'm going to hold on that one. I think it's just a guilty pleasure. So my favorite thing as a kid growing up was all of the old school Looney Tunes. Loved it. Loved it. I still do. When it comes on and you see that Warner Brothers logo pop up in the beginning, you know, my attention's drawn. Yes. And right away this like this like sense of nostalgia comes back and my dad still loves to watch those. And I can sit down and just just veg out and go back to that time and I still love it. Yes. Um but as far as current currently um, gosh. Uh, so the thing is, I tend to when my kids like uh, a certain movie, they can't they, they they struggle to sit through like a sitcom type of show. Like they can't sit and watch these twenty minute episodes, but they'll sit and watch a movie like a like a you know whatever an animated movie and right now we're stuck on the incredibles and it's not moving anytime soon <laughs> I love the incredibles so uh so i guess i identify with mr incredible <laughs> yeah you you and you and every other uh, awesome dad who's uh, thriving to become better man sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was that was uh chris chris attorney's answer too so Perfect. was it really yeah yeah wow We've got something to talk about tomorrow, then. So cool. Yeah, you're, you're talking with him tomorrow? Yeah, Chris and I, we talk uh, every Thursday. Awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah, we have been for a while. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, uh, man, yeah, I want to be respectful of your time and stuff. Uh, but, man, I like I like to ask my guests if they, or I like to turn, turn it around and see if they have any questions for me. Oh, sure, dude. Um, let me ask some a serious question, and uh, let me see if I can come up with something stupid uh, <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, if you it. know me at all, my humor is paramount. It's a big part of who I am uh, on top of the intentionality. So um, what is your – What? let me flip the script with you, man. What, what do you want your legacy to be? Oh, wow. Um really just just to be known as one who trusted god and who 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 dove deep in a the not a not a religious sense but a more of a spiritual sense with and had that relationship with god and jesus even though i am a knucklehead sometimes uh but then also was a was a beacon and a light for not only his family but community in person and then online too just 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 be that person who shows love and compassion and shows shows inspiration and encouragement and, and and proves that 
God does use crooked sticks to draw straight lines. Love it. I love it. And then uh, for my nonsensical question, um, is there any way I can get like some uh, uh, a couple bars, a couple rap lines? Is there anything you got stored in the back of your head that you can you can put out on your podcast? <laughs> I'll do it if you do it. No chance. Uh, so there you go. Well, okay, 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 okay. Uh, give me. Get, do a do a word drop. We'll, 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 we'll try a word drop. We'll do, give me give me give me four different words. If I sound like I'm starting to uh, decrease, give me give me give me another word. Does that make sense? Nope, but I'm gonna go with you. Okay. Uh, so you just need four words. Yeah, just give me one word right now, and we'll go. Uh, Acapella. Mom, mom, mom. Anything at all. Yeah. Anything, right. Anything. Ferrari. This dude, John Williams, is asking me to rap, but you know what? I can hardly, but I'm going to dream about a Ferrari on my vision board. I see you over there, and he's saying what? I don't know if that was the second word, but I don't give a what. This is going down. It's going down like Charlie Brown when he starts to go for the football, but Sally kicks it out. from Legacy. From underneath him, but you know what? I'm coming with the legacy. They begging me to get up on this mic again, and I'm going to start writing with my pen, and I got my... <laughs> got, got this one, is awesome dude I, I got one more that i that i have to rap but he hasn't delivered it yet it's kind of like ups they don't deliver on sundays but bet uh, I, uh, um i need one more word he rhyme anything with saturnia Saturnia, Saturnia. I gave you Ferrari and Saturnia. That's pretty tough, dude. But you nailed Ferrari. I'm coming at you hotter than a 50 cent in a Ferrari, but you know what? I'm going to start burning yo with Chris Saturnio as he's coming oh! at you just like Master Splinter. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to get you. Do you have your toothpicks, huh, so you can get the stuff out your teeth, get the off your lip? Because I'm coming, and you know what? I'm stepping in this. Can you smell it? Whoa. That, that, that was pretty epic, dude. So that wasn't even ridiculous. That was awesome. So that 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 was that was free. That was free. <laughs> that, that that was a that was a tax write off. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to put this episode up with a uh, with a ninety nine cent uh, uh, buy on the side of it. You know. Oh, I'm I'm putting I'm, I'm like, putting I'm putting up a couple of uh, sponsorships up on this one. <laughs> I'm not making money off of this. That's one. epic. So, Absolutely. But, <laughs> So we we have, we have to hear you now. Where you at? Uh, no chance, dude. I've, <laughs> I've not done this, and uh, I promise you, this will be over quick if that's the case. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. That's awesome. Though. That's awesome. Wow, I, 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 this is actually the first time I actually no kidding went off with it. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I have I have a couple of episodes where there's some music on there, but not not actually just freestyling off the, off the dome. So, well, that was really cool, dude. So thank you, thank you, and. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for pushing me. And that's that's what we need. Yeah. Essentially, that's exactly. what we need in this life is to have others. You could have you could have kept pushing me, dude, and I, that was not going anywhere. So, <laughs> yeah, kind of kind of kind of like a kind of like a mule going going over. Yeah, pretty hey, much. Hey, go go. Oh man, no chance. So. <laughs> 
But man, yeah, is there any any uh, place online where people can come find you if they want they want to get in touch or hear more about uh, your ministry and stuff that you that you're doing? Sure, yeah. Um, the ministry is is nothing nothing is launched yet, um, but it is called Refining Raw Ministries. Uh, similar to the concept of like Breaking Bad, we're refining raw, uh, and we're going back and taking the faith back to the basics. Um, and getting back to what it means to even be a Christian and have faith in general. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, nothing is nothing is is even launched yet. Uh, that's in the works. So I'll be sure to let you know uh, when when we're ready to roll with that. Um, apart from that, you can find me on Facebook with John Williams. But there is a <laughs> billion of us out there. So best of luck guys. If you can't, if you can't find him and you want to get a hold of him and, uh, and see what he's all about, you can, you can hit me up and then I'll, I'll, I'll connect you with him. So sure. Yeah. But awesome, man. Thank you so much. Is there any, thank any, you, dude. any last words that you want to, do you want to give the crowd right now? Um, nothing, nothing in general. Love your kids. Love your spouse. Um, Ryan's a great guy. Uh, that's that's what I got right. Now. I didn't pay him to say that. He actually he, he generally thinks that I didn't pay him to say that. So thank you. <laughs> this, is, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> so, but man, thank you so much. All right, guys. Thank you, dude. I'm Remix the Dad. I'm out. See you guys later. Hit me up, and then also if you could go to iTunes and leave an honest review. You can either give me a one star or a five star, and tell me what you think. You can be like, yo, you know what, Ryan, you're great, or you suck. I don't care. But just, 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 just show, just show some love. All right, guys. See you later.